Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now at Rogers Place. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames start tomorrow at the Saddle Dome. We'll be there live from 12 to 3 uh, on the game days, which is Wednesday and Friday. And uh, we're going to head off at this time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. And we are pleased to be uh, joined on the line. Uh, and welcome back to the show, Calgary Flames General Manager Brad Trey Living. Brad, it's Bob. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you making out today? Absolutely. Uh, it seemed like you had about 8,000 shot attempts in the game against Dallas in Game 7. Hockey uh, can be a brutally unfair game. You guys were the better team in that series. Uh, but uh, given that you had uh, such a great year, a 50-win, 111-point season, uh, what did it mean for you guys to to survive that first round? Because one bounce and it could have gone the other way. Just same for Edmonton against Los Angeles. But uh, obviously, you know, you get the series victory. What did it mean for your group? Well, it's 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 big. Any time that you can advance, that's the that's the goal is to survive and continue to play. And uh, you know, I liked our group in our first round. You know, you 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 got to focus on. You know, for us, it's not. It's not focusing on the result, but what the things you have to do to get the result. And I think for the lion's share of that series, we did those things. Um, you know, what it does, Bob, and I think for everybody out there, is it shows you how tight the league is. You know, you, you know the days of, oh, you know, all the, the expert analysis of saying this team's a favorite or that team's a favorite or this is an underdog. I mean, the league is margins. It's just the, the margins are so, so tight. And in our case, we played a really good Dallas team. It's a veteran team. Um, they've been through they've been through the, the the emotional roller coaster that you get in the playoffs. Um, their goaltender was outstanding, uh, and we you know so I my hats off to to Jimmy Nolan Bones and that whole group. They were they were a formidable opponent, and we knew that going in. And uh, you know credit to our group, they hung in there and kept banging away and we got one to we got one to go in in the in the extra time and and uh it was sure it felt good when it went in for sure mike smith was at 938 in the series against la uh jacob markstrom was at 943 uh that's the thing that's overlooked for me a little bit brad and we discussed this uh at the start of the year i mean i had you guys as the easiest bounce back going because i knew there was no way jacob markstrom was going to be 904 again he ended up 9.22. What I didn't have was that Lindholm, Goodrow, and Kachuk all were going to score 40 goals this year. That was I thought you guys were going to make the playoffs all day. And did you think part of your season that's been the most underrated has been the performance of Jacob Markstrom in goal? Yeah, really, really good point, Bob. And even in our series, if you look at our series, um, Jacob was, I think he's the reason we won, you know, at the end of the day. And, and I know you know, Jake got a lot of, of praise, and rightly so. I think a lot of it is the shot volume, where we had, you know, even in Game 7, you talk about the shots and the shot attempts, but, you know, they had some really good looks. Even in overtime, there was a Pavelski look. Robertson, Heiskanen came in, so again, had a, a backdoor look, and, and Marky was just, he's been, you know, he's been 
you know, just sort of our foundation and our anchor all year. And um, so I do think it gets overlooked um, in a lot of ways. You know, you see guys uh, that put up big offensive numbers, and, and rightly so, they get a lot of attention. But uh, no different than what Smitty did in your guys' series up there. Um, you know, those guys have been doing this for a long time, and they're both real good goalies, and, and we certainly wouldn't be moving on if it wasn't for Jacob. So, um, he's, he's been he's been a rock all year. Brad, uh, June of 2018, you acquired Noah Hannafin and uh, Elias Lindholm from the Carolina Hurricanes in a, the Dougie Hamilton trade. Uh, you know, for Lindholm's career, obviously concussions played a factor in it. They couldn't retain Adam Fox in that trade. Could you have envisioned it to have gone as well as it worked? I mean, let's face it, your best defenseman, I think, all around is Noah Hannafin. Maybe you differ. And Lindholm, to me, with, with all due respect to Kachuk and Goodrow, who are special players, a lot, you know, Lindholm's a great first-line center. It's worked out about as well as you could possibly imagine, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And, and, and you know, I'd love to tell you we, we knew it was going to go exactly like this, but that, would be, that wouldn't be the truth. We, we, we like both players a lot. Um, we thought... You know, when we made the deal, our, 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 you know, we liked the players. We, we really looked at, at Lindy as a centerman. Um, he hadn't played a ton of center in, in Carolina, but he, you know, even going back to his draft year where, you know, when I was in Arizona, we watched him a ton his draft year. And, uh, you know, he was a center. And, and you know, he, there's, there's – when you're scouting, as you know, there's players coming up that play center or there are centers, and there's a difference. Hmm. You know, you can have a lot of guys that play center at a younger age, but when you say, are they are they, are they they NHL centers, um, a lot of those guys get pushed out to the wall. You know, we thought just Lindy's, um, just his overall 200-foot, two-way game, you know, his ability to finish everything that we looked at, even in his time in Carolina, he did everything right. Um, it's just the last 10 feet. You know, it wasn't going in for him at the rate that we thought it could at some point. Um, so he's been he's been tremendous for us. I think it's backed up with his sulky nomination here today. And as you said with Noah, Noah's a kid that, you know, you go back to him, he always played above his age group. And that, that as you know, that's really hard. You know, when he's, when he's 15, he's playing in the U18 groups. You know, his first year of college, he's, in, he's, he's really an underage playing against you know, 21, 22-year-olds. He breaks into the league. He, he jumps in the NHL at 18. Never never really played with his peer group. He's always been above his peer group. So, you know, the guy who's played north of 400 games now um, at the ripe old age of 23 or 24, whatever he is, um, you know, we just felt as, as, as he settles in more, gets more comfortable with the league, the physical tools, he's big. You know, he's a real big man, um, strong, skates, skates effortlessly for a big man, can eat up minutes, um, you know, moves pucks, can defend. So we just thought there was a lot of upside. So, you know, and in those deals, you have to give to get. We gave up some good players in those deals. Um, but we're certainly, we're certainly, you know, we're certainly glad we got these two guys with us. Calgary Flames General Manager Brad Trilliving, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers. Now, Brad, the, the Flames... You don't just have a tough team. You have the toughest team. Um, you have a big team. And even in terms of what you have coming and what you identify 
I, I, I got to ask you this. Is it, is it something you look for? Everyone looks for competitive players. But to me, you guys seem to draft competitive players that have got an edge as well. Is, is that, you know, is, is it a mantra that you guys have got in your organization? Because you have bite, not just at the NHL level, uh, where, again, you've accumulated probably the toughest roster in the league, but in your minor league team as well. Well, it's certainly, it's certainly, I mean, we view competitiveness as a skill, um, and, and it's an important trait. And, you know, I think you've always got to be, you've always got to be uh, conscious when you're talking about size. You can't just go out and say you're going to, you know, go get size, go get a guy just because he's big. You know, there's got to be the traits there. And, and, and the league is so hard, um, you know, and, and you're talking about the best league in the world, and sometimes the difference of players making it or not making it is, um, you know, just their will and their competitiveness not only to, to play but to to reach their ceiling, you know. Um, there's lots of people with talent and skill and ability and all those types of things, but are they, do they have drive to, to, to be able to maximize the talent base that they have? And then when you get into, especially this time of the year, we all see it, it's, you know, it's hand-to-hand combat where it's it's the, the rinks. I always say the rinks shorten up. There's no space. There's no room. Um, and I think to have success in this in this league, you, you you know you need to have a competitive gene. And you know, there's very. I don't know if it's a. Uh, I don't think we're we're not unique to, to 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 looking at that. I think everybody in the league looks for. You know, you want competitive people and. Uh, when the margins are so thin and and uh, everything's so tight, sometimes that that pushes you over the you know allows you to to push through. But um, yeah, I mean it's certainly something we value, and you know whether player here or, or players that we go through the draft or, or players that we acquire, and and you just hope you make the right decisions. Last time Calgary and Edmonton played in the Battle of Alberta in the playoffs, Brad, uh, I had uh, I was in my mid twenties and I only had one chin, uh, but it it was awesome, man. It was rollerball on ice. Like those two teams kicked the living you know what out of each other, and it was no country for old men hockey. All of that said, we finally got it. And I, I just, I, you know, I had Ken Holland on earlier, and he's he's stoked and pumped up to see it. He knows what it means for the province. It's going to be a kicker, isn't it? It's going to be a lot of fun, isn't it? You know, uh, we, hey, we're all we're all supportive of our teams and all the rest of it. But I think it's just awesome for the province. You know, um, listen, it's a great rivalry. Um, but every like I, I until you're in it. Until I moved to Calgary, I, I remember watching this rivalry from you know, a young guy growing up, and I mean, to me, it was always must-watch TV. Uh, as a kid from Vancouver, it was the biggest rivalry out there. Um, but I'm, I'm just more than anything, you're just happy for the province. The province deserves it. Nobody likes, nobody, nobody's as passionate about the game as the people in this province. Um, and they'll get behind their respective teams, but everything. And I know everybody around the country and everybody in the world's gone through a lot of crap the last couple of years. But I think you know we've 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 had to deal with our fair share of it in this province. And so to 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 the, to be able to have a series like this to bring the juice that I know it's going to bring, um, we're excited for it. We're we're we know it's a huge huge challenge from a hockey standpoint. We're playing against. Uh, an awesome team and and it's an awesome challenge for us but 
big picture, I think it's just, I think it's awesome for our province. I think everybody in the province wanted it. And let's not get ourselves. We, we, you and I follow the game here. Everybody in the NHL is looking. They'll be watching this from, from all the other markets. Um, so it's. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be great. And uh, and I think everybody's going to have a hell of a time watching it. See you down there tomorrow, Brad. Thank you for your time. Okay, thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Brad Trilving, the general manager of the Calgary Flames. Uh, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu to a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations. Four in Calgary as well. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Staff recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Royal Pizza. Everything's real at Royal. As we head into NHL today... Round two of the playoffs starts tonight. NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, and here is Brendan Escott. Yeah, the Battle of Florida is starting in sunrise tonight. There we go. Uh, the heavily favored avalanche welcoming in St. Louis as well. We know the first Battle of Alberta in 31 years starts tomorrow at 7.30, Ched time. That's from the league, although online you can find where it says 8.30 p.m. as well. We'll go off of what the league says. 7.30 is the plan. Alex Barkov, uh, Patrice Bergeron, and Elias Lindholm are your Selkie Trophy finalists for the forward who best excels in the defensive aspects of the game. Barry Trotz, you heard, is interviewing with the Jets for the head coaching vacancy there. That's per Elliot Friedman. Mitch Marner, okay, I guess, after being carjacked by three armed men in Toronto wow. last night. He, he was at a movie theater. I guess it happened in broad daylight as well, so taking some time to recover. And the oil Kings of Winnipeg Ice will meet in the WHL's Eastern Conference Final Games 1 and 2 this Friday and Saturday in Winnipeg. When we come... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back, the Oilers now prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork in this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. You're listening to Oilers now. Tell you, Brent Ridge Ford, Cars cost less than with Tasquin, the vehicle pipeline moving. Check with Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. See if they got the right unit for you. If not, they can order it to the specifications that you want. But hurry. The order bank is getting full. If you want to be treated fairly when you buy a vehicle and get outstanding service, call the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. one 477 That's 1-877-477-3673. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. We head into the Oilers now. Prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Here's Brendan Escott. Xavier Borgo, three points through two second round games in the QMJHL playoffs. His two goals helped propel Shawinigan past Gatineau in game one. His points streak is now up to 10 games dating back to the regular season in which he's registered 25 points. He's on a heater. Matt V. Petrov, six points in five games so far in North Bay's matchup against Kingston. It's a goal and five assists for him. He's got uh, points in all but two playoff games this year after a 90-point regular season. Uh, yes, and uh, Kingston is out. They got knocked off the other night. Um, and Shane Wright 
uh, from Kingston going to go number one in the NHL draft. All right, to this day in Oilers history, we could have done so many. This October, travel on a private WestJet charter flight to Cabot Links in Nova Scotia for five days of golf at the number 10 golf course in the world. Details at newestravel.com. I will tell you that on this date back in 2006, the Edmonton Oilers uh, won their fourth consecutive game, rallying from 2-0 down. They beat the San Jose Sharks 2-0. Dwayne Rollis and 24 saves for the shutout. Brendan Escott's going to go back to 1987. When Yari Curry, Paul Coffey, and Wayne Gretzky all tallied a goal and an assist, leading the Oilers past Philadelphia in Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final at Northlands Coliseum. All right, uh, tonight, Reed Wilkins has inside sports. Brendan? Yeah, Dave says you're going to hear from uh, Kelly Rudy, Calgary Flames forward uh, Barry uh, Berzin, and uh, Kila Productions president Don Metz. All right, there you go. Uh, yeah, Perry Berzan, who uh, got credit for the Steve Smith bank shot goal uh, and also got obliterated by Mark Messier, and I mean obliterated in the 1980s. I think he's still feeling that hit, actually. Like he was hit by a sledgehammer? Yes. There you go. Nicely done. Well done. There you go. A little Peter Gabriel old school for you. Tomorrow. Uh, we are on an extra hour tomorrow. We're going to go from 12 to 3, so the show is still... Uh, it's a fluid situation, but Brian Lott from the NHL Network will join us from uh, Katie and custom-built homes, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey in the Edmonton Journal, and our NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Those will be amongst our several guests on tomorrow's show. Up next, a uh, global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jalen Nye from uh, 3 until 6 o'clock. Special thanks to both the Oilers and Flames organizations for providing their general managers as we had Ken Holland on from the Oilers and Brad Tree living on from Calgary and Sportsnet's back as well. Back at you tomorrow, noon from the Saddle Dome in Calgary. You could have a big dipper Going up and down All around the- Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.